I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, understand. you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who do we have tonight? Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. There were a lot of creepy characters who surfaced during our predator investigation in Fort Myers, Florida. Actually, they were all creepy. But the one who really sticks out in my mind is Brian Gosselin. And I don't know whether it was because of his hair, his demeanor, his gall, how he pretended he didn't have a last name, the chat, or maybe it's the fact that he was one of three predators caught in that investigation, three out of the 24, who had the charges dismissed, the sexual charges dismissed against them because of a technicality. And I'll get into that in a minute. You know a little bit about this. He creeps me out. Brian was 32 at the time he was chatting online with uh, a decoy from Perverted Justice, posing as a 15-year-old girl named Jolanda, screen name Jojo for Shocho. J-O-J-O, number four, show show. And he took a while to get into what he really wanted from this 15-year-old girl. But he got there. And part of what was so creepy about Brian Gosselin is that when the decoy wouldn't respond to him for a while, you could tell he'd get possessive. There was a bit of an angry tone to the texts. And you have to wonder how many other times Brian got online to do this. Let me give you a sample of the chat here. The profile used by the perverted justice decoy 
whose screen name was Jojo for Show Show, as I mentioned, is that of a diva. So he jumps right in. His online moniker is Bay Jones. He says one April day in 2006, I believe it. LOL, she says, believe what? I'd agree, you are full-time diva. She says, LOL, hells yeah. Beautiful smile and cheeks. So is this diva taken... Like a boyfriend, she asks? Nah. You serious? Wow, he says. Well, I'd love to be able to sweep you off your feet, but Dr. Phil would be mad. Hmm, what does he mean by that? Oh, I can't type for shit either, LOL, he says. He says made instead of mad. LOL, Dr. Phil can kiss my butt, ha ha ha. What's your ASL, she asks. 24, Ford Myers. Now, 24 is a lie. He's 32. But I guess in his mind, that made it less of a predatory criminal act. My name is Brian, he says. Cool, I'm 15, female, Florida. Back to this Dr. Phil situation. I think he's referring to the fact that she's so much younger and that could land him on Dr. Phil. No mention of to catch a predator, which is where he's going to land. LOL, Dr. Phil probably paid to kiss your diva butt. Haha, <laughs> yeah, I wish. That dude's rich. Where in Florida are you from? He asks. Oh, damn, I knew it. You want a rich man, sigh. Well, you're a diva. Why not go for it? Well, just as long as they're not, like, homeless, LOL. What about age difference, he wants to know. What about it, she asks. You saying an older guy doesn't bother you? Here we go. On Dr. Phil today, a 17-year-old was sleeping with a 45-year-old. Man, and Dr. Phil was pissed. Whittley meets Chris Hansen. LOL, no, I mean like as long as guy's not a jerk or nothing, she says. So where in Florida are you, Jojo? By Cape Coral, she says. Oh my God, are you serious? Yep, cool. I'm a short guy, though, he says, only 5'8". So you probably grow taller than me if you're not already, LOL, he says. That's cool. I'm a little shorty, too, she says. I'm fat, though, 140, LOL. Well, he's not fat, he's skinny. That's not fat. You got a pick, he wants to know? I know, I just love hearing the reactions, he says. So then he goes on to talk about how he's a chauffeur. And he also has a whole DJ set up, and he does that work as well. Says goodbye, and well, I, I have to go now to the airport to pick someone up. I'm so sorry. They talk about staying in touch, and they do. Can you imagine somebody picking you up and this is not the first chauffeur we've caught in our investigations we had one if you recall in Fairfield Connecticut can you imagine riding in the back of a car knowing this guy was a predator what if I got into one of these cars <laughs> and it was one of these guys I always wondered that wondered if that ever happened without me knowing so they get back online and start chatting and again there's more talk of music 
of him being a DJ, whether or not she's sweet and innocent, he starts to get a little possessive. There's more talk of her being a diva, whether or not she could tell him to do something he didn't want to do. He says, LOL, if you told me to eat dog shit, I would. Just to see your smile. Ha ha ha, you should bring some over, LOL, you little teaser, he says. Be careful how you play. Now he's working his way into visiting. She's already told him that she lives with her mom, who's pregnant, preoccupied with that, excited about the new baby, but she travels. Then they talk about what they might do. Holding hands, walking on beach, hanging out, talking. Yep, she says. Then he asks, hugging, kissing. Ah, yep, she says. XXX, he suggests. L-O-L. Ooh, what do you mean by XXX? Getting smashed as your boyfriend flips the tab. Hmm. LOL, she says. What do you think I meant? I know you're too young for sex. But I bet you do drink. So now he's working his way not only into talk of potentially having sex with a 15-year-old girl, but giving her alcohol leading up to it. Then he says, What, you saying you're not a virgin? My last boyfriend and I did stuff. I'm sorry, I know how the first one hurts the most, especially after what started good ends in jealousy. Well, it's in the past now, so I'm not upset by it. Boy, you're a strong diva, he says. Smiley face, she says. Well, it will be fun learning how mature you are when we hang out. I have a feeling you're quite a mature diva. Probably more than me. Hmm, that's probably the truest thing he said in this chat. Why you say that? LOL, I'm teasing. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. I continue to be a huge fan and user of HelloFresh. This is a chance for you to savor every last second of summer with HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers fresh, quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week, allowing you to enjoy the delicious flavors of the season right from your home. And if you're heading out for one last vacation, you can update your delivery address and enjoy HelloFresh at your vacation destination with just a click. Plans are flexible so they work with your changing schedule. And I've taken advantage of this too. Sometimes we get the HelloFresh delivered to the apartment, sometimes our home in Michigan. And the kids all really enjoy it as well. It's really a wonderful way to plan your meals. And if you need another reason to stay in for dinner, HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than dining at a restaurant. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Hanson16 and use code Hanson16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Remember HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Then they actually have a phone conversation. He says, your voice was the most softest, sweetest I've ever heard. Oh, thanks, she says. 
Do you sing, he wants to know. You're so sweet. Um, I try to. I don't think I'm all that good. Well, maybe you can try doing voice animation in Hollywood. I was going to build her up. Then she goes dark for a little bit. He offers to take her for a ride in his car, but she never came online. She says, yeah, my mom was around. I could have gone, she says. LOL, that okay. Someday we will, I promise. He's building up to this meeting. She says she's tired. He says, well, you do need your beauty sleep. He, he, yeah, she said. Little devil's right. I can see her slower and slower. Well, I want to meet that little devil and tame her, he says. LOL. Oh, really, she says. Well, anyways, you call me anytime you want. And if I don't answer, it's because I'm with a client. Meaning he's driving. Let me know what night or afternoon you want to hang, okay? KK, she says. A few days later, she says, I don't think I'll be uncomfortable. You're really cute and all. But I was just wondering if there was anything special I need to do or what if you were to come over? Then she says, if anybody found out, my parents would kill my ass. He's worried about adults figuring out what's going on. I bet they would, so if you don't want me to come over, I understand. You need to do something special. I don't understand what you mean that you have to do something special. You don't have to do anything special. I don't understand what you mean you have to do something special. So what he's getting at here is that she doesn't have to do anything except just be there for him to come over and have sex. If you want to cuddle with me... By your choice, I'll be flabbergasted, but I won't make the first move. You're in control. We see this a lot with these guys. As if it would be okay if a 15-year-old makes a decision she's not legally able to make. If we each side on different couches to watch the movies, then that, what happens? I still got to spend time with you. Learn about you. Then he says, well, okay, I'll make a few moves then, LOL. Whatever makes you happy. What kind of moves, she asks. Oh, like you wouldn't be just happy? LOL, see how smart and mature you are? Damn right, I'd be just as happy. Moves, well, I'd try to snuggle and kiss you probably if I saw you. Seemed comfortable for me to do that. Then there's more talk as to whether or not she had sex with her ex, whether or not she rushed into it. He said he would definitely give her a massage. Then he talks about how her ex was probably in a rush. He says it was more like wham-bam. Yeah, that's kind of how he was, she says. Then he talks about what drinks he's going to bring. I only buy Smirnoff ice. Those are good. I've had those, she says. LOL, you never wanted to go to the beach, you little devil? So you still haven't told me what you mean, that you have to do something special. I'm lost. What do you mean, he says. I did too, but you're old enough to get some drinks, so I think that's something fun we could do too. I don't know, dress up in something special or clean up a certain way, I don't know. Then he says, like I said, if we kiss and cuddle, I'd be extremely happy, but I'm not expecting it. Then there's talk about girls being sluts. He says, I think you're beautiful. 
I work a lot, as you know. I just want to hang, chill, laugh, and be merry. I mean, I could go to a club, but I doubt I'll find someone who will be interested and even chatty with me. I don't bring sluts home. What do you think is a slut? A girl who sleeps around. I respect my body, he says. Well, me too. So do you have to be married first or what? Because I've done it before with my ex, she says. Then she says, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too wild for you or something. I can really go to the beach or watch movies anytime. I didn't know what you really wanted. But I don't know. My ex wants to spend time. And I do too with you. He gets a little jealous here. You think you're too wild for me. How? I missed you and I wanted to be with you, he says. If you don't want to be with me, then I'm just so sad and going to cry. But I'm not going to badmouth you or anything. Not my style. I'll just leave you alone. No, he doesn't do that. What? Did you want to have sex with me maybe tonight? Did you want to kill me sexually? LOL. I don't think you would use me. I want to make you laugh tonight, he says. I want to make you feel passionate for me. Now, she's 15. He knows this. Did your ex use condoms, he asks. Yeah, always did. Didn't want any babies. Good girl. So when am I coming over? Are you talking to your ex-boyfriend at the same time? My mom's on phone right now, so let me get off with her and I'll be back. She's just checking in. Then he says he's heading over. He's got the instructions. Walk under the arch on the left of my house. Okay, so you're going to come out and greet me? Will the light be on? Okay, I'm on my way. See you soon, he says. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. So... Brian Goslin then comes from where he lives in Fort Myers over to our sting house in Fort Myers. Doesn't take him very long. And when he walks in, he makes it pretty clear his intentions. Our on-site decoy, Emily, who's of age but looks much older, invites him in. And he volunteers that he's brought some wine coolers. Now, remember, he had a very sexually charged chat. In fact, he said he wants the girl to fuck his brains out. He's got this blonde, spiky hair. Even in 2006, it looked kind of weird. And he didn't spend a lot of time in the house chatting with me, but he had some classic to catch a predator line. You'll hear those in a second here. He compliments the house. It was in a pretty ritzy part of Fort Myers. On-site decoy Emily plays along. Hey, come on in. The door's open. I got some wine coolers. Wine coolers are just fine. Hey, you weren't kidding when you said a big house. I know. The house is beautiful. I love my house. Yeah. Now, he's eating snacks on the bar. We had cookies out. And Emily asks if he's brought protection. Listen to how he says it. Are you the only child? Yeah. Oh, did you bring did you bring protection? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Now that set me up for a memorable predator line. The only bad news about that is you're probably not going to need that type of protection tonight. 
See, I knew this was going to be a setup. You did? Yeah. How did you know that? Just because of the way she was talking online. Still eating a cookie, he says, See, I knew this was going to be a setup. Hmm. Then why did you show up, Brian? I asked Brian a couple personal questions, one of which was, Brian, what's your last name? Listen to what he says. Brian, what's your last name? I don't have a last name. You don't have a last name. I don't have a last name. Who says that? Now, I know these guys are nervous and I've got the drop on them, but <laughs> he really expected me to believe he doesn't have a last name? All right, I'll just leave. I guess no, I'll... no, no, I'm not finished I'm not asking questions yet. yet, sir. I'm not wanted yet. He gets up and he's going to scoot out the door. I try to get him to sit down, telling him I'm not finished asking questions yet, and he says, as he's leaving, I'm not wanted here. Well, he is wanted in terms of me wanting him to answer some questions, and he's also wanted by the Fort Myers police, who are anxiously awaiting outside to place him under arrest. Most of the other guys, uh, 24 and all, as I mentioned, did stay and talk. Brian did not. He walked out. He was arrested. He was taken away and questioned, interrogated by the Fort Myers Police Department. We were not able to get video of that. And Brian, actually, as I mentioned earlier, was one of three men arrested in that sting operation in Fort Myers who got out of most of the charges. They were all represented by the same lawyer and they they raised questions. They decided to fight the charges and they raised questions. Their attorney did. Uh, the three guys being Brian, Michael Willits, I don't want this cookie. I was just heading to the beach. And Thomas Moffat. They all had the same lawyer. And the lawyer demanded to see the hard drives on the perverted justice computer. And the head of perverted justice later said that those had been destroyed. There was an issue. Obviously, they were backed up on a server. But these cases, after a while, were working their way through the court system. And the judge bought it. He bought into the technicality and, and dismissed the cases against Brian Goslin, Michael Willits, and Thomas Moffat. Now, what has Brian Goslin been up to since then? As far as we can tell, he has not been arrested again. We spent a great deal of time checking him out. He spent some time on dating profiles after his case was dismissed. Using the name Nitromix, N-I-T-R-O-M-I-X-X, saying he was a limo driver in the southwest Florida area. Huge Colorado avalanche fan. Says he enjoys moonlight nights on the beach, dancing and traveling. I'm 5'8", 140 pounds, blue eyes, frosted, spiked blonde hair. I love hockey. I'm a DJ that spins top 40 R&B and techno. I travel to Montreal to relax at a home I have there, and I like to ride my gas-powered go-pad, he says. I enjoy walks on the beach, snuggling, and comedy movies. The last we heard, Brian Goslin now goes by Brian King, and it appears he's moved to Quebec. He didn't spend much time in jail for what he did. He was very fortunate to get off 
on this technicality because the chat made it really clear in my mind what his intent was and what he wanted to do to a 15-year-old girl. We still have a 99% plus conviction rate in all these cases. I'd like to hear from Brian Goslin. And, as you know, I like to hear from you. This week's question comes from Megan in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Hey, Chris Hansen, this is Megan here from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Longtime fan of your work as a kid that uh, grew up in the 90s and 2000s. Definitely appreciate you having a hand in teaching me internet safety. I would love some insight on how predators are chosen to be on the show. Obviously, you have a lot of individuals coming through your operations. Is this something that you have a direct hand in selecting with the producers? And has there ever been a predator you've wished would have made it on air, but ultimately wasn't chosen? Yeah, just would love to know a little bit more on how you select which ones are going to be aired on TV. Take care of yourself and hope to see and hear more from you soon. Well, Megan, thanks for that. And I'm glad you were able to get something out of the predator investigations. That's why we continue to do them, to raise awareness and to perhaps create a dialogue that wouldn't normally exist. And I think today, as we see so many more social media platforms, so many avenues for potential predators to approach kids. And it's so much more diffuse. I mean, remember back when we started this, you could set up with decoys or perverted justice could in a couple of different chat rooms. And as in the Ford Myers investigation, you'd get a couple dozen guys show up to have sex with a minor. Now it's more of a challenging arena, if you will. There's so many places, it's hard to monitor them all. And that's why it's become necessary to collaborate more closely with law enforcement, which is what we do now. But Megan, I'm glad you got some education and safety out of the earlier shows. To answer your question about how we select the predators to appear, we really don't. The predators select us, or at least our decoy profiles. There has never really been a case, there's only one that comes to mind right now, that didn't air initially. During the Fairfield, Connecticut investigation, there was a guy, Vincent Ambrosio, who showed up. He was 19. And he was a big guy, a menacing guy. And during the conversation I had with him, and we profiled him on an episode of this podcast, you can take a look. He was a sad sack, there's no question. And he was 19, and that needs to be taken into consideration. He's probably one of those guys who, with counseling and therapy, he could not reoffend. But it would be my argument that there's no difference between the danger presented by a 19-year-old man showing up to have sex with a minor than there would be with a 38-year-old man. But initially, those episodes from Connecticut aired on a syndicated show I was hosting and reporting for called Crime Watch Daily. And the editors there, the producers, aired on the side of being conservative, I thought, and did not hear Vincent's segment. We did do a piece here on the podcast. We have done 
a piece on my YouTube channel. But again, we don't pick and choose. Whoever shows up goes on the show. And that's the way it is today as we continue to do our investigations. Thank you, Megan, for that. Thanks for listening to another episode as I dive deep into the Predator Investigations. You can find me on YouTube at Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. Got some new crime-based investigations getting prepared to launch there. You can find me on social media, official Chris Hansen on Instagram. Now on TikTok. You can check that out. That's relatively new. Have a seat with Chris Hansen. Twitter at Chris Hansen. And on Cameo. Should you want a shout out? I enjoy Cameo. It's a great way to engage with followers. And coming in November, True Blue. My new streaming crime network where all the new Predator investigations are going along with many other documentaries I'm working on right now. So check all that out. You can start following on watchtrueblue.com T-R-U-B-L-U There'll be a number of announcements in the next couple months. You can also reach me at chris at predatorpodcast.com I'll be watching and listening. 